0: You're listening to Rhema for today.
1: You must fight a war of words before you fight in the actual battle. Goliath said, Am I a dog? We went on and talked about, do you come to me this way? Then David said. I want you to notice, Goliath said, David said. You ever notice that Jesus? And when he was tempted there in the wilderness, the devil said, and then Jesus answered.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we're beginning a new series for this week by Ken Hagan from our Timeless Teaching Archives. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this month's special offer. Right now, here's Ken Hagan with Today's teaching. I want to talk about the war of words. You can turn in your Bibles to
1: 1 Samuel 17. How many of you have watched any of the presidential or vice presidential debates? Any of you watched them? You ever noticed uh, that uh, each one is trying to state his views about the issue and so forth and so on. And they, uh, they go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And really, it's a war of words. They know to win the war of words, they got to get the last word in. Hello? Now, many, many couples, many married couples, a lot of times, they don't physically fight, but they have a, a war of words. Words are their weapons. And sometimes you can open your mouth. And create a mess man went into a restaurant nothing they did satisfied this guy he was griping and complaining and griping and complaining and finally fall with everything soon the whole staff and the whole restaurant knew that they had an unhappy customer finally the waiter brought him his entree which is, was a fish entree and he set it down on the table, the man looked at it and he said, I demand to see the manager. And by this time, you know, everybody knew they got a problem. So the manager came out and the guy said, sir, this fish looks bad, it doesn't look good. The manager being exasperated with this guy, he looked at him and he said, you wouldn't look very good either if yours dead." I think he won the war of words right there. I want to read because I want to talk about winning the war of words. And I want to read from 1 Samuel 17, verses 40 through 51. I want to uh, read it out of the NIV. Then he took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in his pouch of his shepherd's bag with his sling in his hand and approached the flisting. Meanwhile, the Philistine with his shield bare in front of him kept coming closer to David. He looked David over and saw that he was only a boy, ruddy and handsome, and he despised him. He said to David, am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Come here, he said, and I'll give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, "And what you notice you got war words here. David said to the Philistine, You come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. See, God is. This day the Lord will hand you over to me. I will strike you down. I will cut off your head. Today I will give your carcass, the carcasses of the Philistine army, to the birds of the air and the beasts of the earth, and the whole world will know that there is, that there what? There is a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all into your hands. As the Philistine moved closer to attack, David ran quickly to the battle line to meet him. Reaching into his bag, taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone struck him in the forehead, and he fell face down on the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. Without a sword in his hand, he struck down the Philistine and killed him. David ran and stood over him. He took hold of the Philistine's sword, drew it from its scabbard, and after he had killed him, he cut off his head And when the Philistines saw their hero dead, they turned and ran. I want you to notice that it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. David said here that it wasn't by the sword and the spear, but it was by the Lord God Almighty. I want you to notice something here. If you're going to win in the war of words, are you going to win in the battle? You've got to win the war of words before the battle. Principle number one, let's just say it this way. You must fight a war of words before you fight in the actual battle. Goliath said, am I a dog? We went on and talked about, do you come to me this way? Then David said, I want you to notice, Goliath said, David said. You ever notice that Jesus and when he was tempted there in the wilderness, the devil said, and then Jesus answered. And Jesus said, we need to learn and get a hold of the fact that we need to talk to the devil. We need to fight the war words before we actually go into the battle. David had the last word. And the last word was, I will feed the carcasses of the Philistines to the birds because of the Lord God. Now, I want you to notice that there was no battle taking place. They were having a war of words. You can always have the last word when you speak the word of God because the enemy has no answer for the word of God. I want you to notice that the Philistine, the giant, did not attempt to answer back to David because there was no answer that he could come back with. There was nothing that he could come back with. Because David came at him with the Lord. If you're going to win your war of words, you have got to win with the word of God. Not what I think. Not what somebody else has said. Not How somebody else, well, you know, so-and-so, they did such-and-such, and they want No, not by that. It's by the Word. By the Word. By saying what the Bible has to say. You've got to get a hold of what the Bible has to say. You have to read it. You have to consume it. You have to be saturated with it because you can't speak it if you are not saturated with it. If you don't have it inside, you can't speak it out. Look at this. You win the war of words before you go into the battle. The war of words gives you the confidence to take the enemy on. After he won the war of words, he went into action. He didn't attempt to go into action until after he had spoken the word. Principle number two that I want to deal with. Whoever wins the war of words will win the battle, the actual battle. David, after he spoke, he sat down and waited for the Philistine to come to him. No. The Bible says, as he, as the Philistine moved to attack David, did not sit and wait for the enemy to get to him. It says David ran quickly toward him to meet him. Many times, when we are dealing with issues in our lives, we are too passive. Instead of attacking, we are counter-attacking. You need to attack first. In In the boxing ring, they always say, get off first, hit first, because normally the guy that hits first is the guy that wins. Sometimes some boxers will do what they call counterpunch. They wait, take a punch, and then counterpunch. Sometimes it works, but most of the time it don't. Because you're having to take a punch in order to deliver a punch. And you're taking too many punches in order to get one or two in. You need to rise up against the trouble and trials in your life and what's in your life, and begin to speak against it.
0: You're listening to RHEMA for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. You can find more resources, including the message you've just heard, visit us today at rHEMA.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Now let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
2: Hey. This time we have what I call the confession series. Yes. And it's my book, I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. Mm-hmm. And then Dad's four CDs on confession. That's right. And actually, that's what I've been talking about is confessing God's word. When you see yourself the way God sees you, then you confess the word of God. Absolutely. You know, that away. So uh, we and n- normally that would be forty-two dollars and ninety-five cents, but you're saving eighteen dollars, and it's only twenty-four ninety-five, and that's forty-two percent off. That's right. And I want you to have this because I I know the book. I cannot be defeated, and I will not quit. It will that's help why. you. Because absolutely that's that's my uh that's my that's my i li- I, I told my sister that I, I had that book and she said well ken that's you've lived by that all your life and that has that's always been my motto <clears throat> i cannot be defeated and I will not quit i did it in the natural and it's true in the spiritual you know honey i can't tell you how many times we quote this script, the script uh, the, well, this, this saying. This saying, this yes. Saying. You know, when circumstances come our way, situations come our way, we just boldly declare, I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. Right. And I'll tell you what, this will help you uh, to make those confessions as well. This is a great series. There's four CDs in here. This is really, really a great series. You are going to want to get this, so go right now to your uh, computer. That's right. <laughs> and, and order this.
0: Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Call toll-free faith 99 You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagan Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for today. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Ken Hagen's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.